Welcome to the Tiki Lab podcast. We hold grassroots conversations, focus on peace building, international policy, storytelling, and more. We are your hosts, Fadia Tabit and Sophie Bausma. Join us for discussions that range from argumentative to poetic to transformative as we bring together practitioner guests from all around the world. Welcome everybody. Today's episode, uh, it's a storytelling episode where we will be talking about how we started a Tiki Lab. I'm here with Sophie Bausma yes. uh, and myself, Fadia Tabit. And we're going to tell you how we started the Tiki Lab and what does it mean for us to have the Tiki Lab, uh, the Transformation Collaborative, which is part of our LLC. Mm-hmm. And what sort of this podcast um, what role it has in Tika Lab also. So I think I'm going to kick off these kind of like interview conversational questions with <laughs> Sophie, uh, because for those who don't know that Sophie actually started a Tika Lab wow. and we're going to hear a little bit about <laughs> why the Tika Lab, what sparked the Tika Lab in your mind, because I remember when we were sitting at SIT you were talking about this big vision having some sort of collaborations with our practitioners, mm-hmm. mid-professional careers, who have been in the field for for so long, and how can we bring these efforts together to do something different, something unique, something is led by women, women of color and white women together. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think part of it was just wanting to keep working with you guys um and I definitely I definitely didn't start it by myself um (laughs) so I thought that you did I mean I mean maybe like the idea but like doing it has definitely been a group project there's no way without without you guys that this would be a thing so Mm -hmm. um yeah so because I think SIT, which is um, the grad school where we met, School for International Training, Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of our a lot of our affiliated consultants and um, other team members also attended there. Um, It was a really special community, um, and getting to work with people from all over the world, um, and we did a lot of group projects at SIT. So being able to you know, see what that was like, and then wanting to be able to continue that afterwards. Um, those were kind of some of the initial thoughts behind it. Um, and also, like, it's worth to mention to our audience that Sophie and I were in the same major, peace building and conflict transformation, and we have other majors and affiliated, affiliated consultants, part of our consultancy, LLC Transformation Collaborative, uh, where... We work across sectors to bring peace building, peace building education, uh, interventions, uh, training, education, and, and workshops as well. Just like to reference mm-hmm. what is SIT is about. And just like for those who that don't know SIT, it's in Vermont. It's a very tiny, very tiny, tiny, tiny school <laughs> in um, 
southern Vermont where we all met and it was a very very unique experience as an international student as well mm. yeah um, and a lot of the principles of SIT I think we've taken with us things like um, experiential education which is a big thing that SIT does I think wanting to involve um, involve clients or partners in the process um, it's not really like a we're teaching you kind of situation it's more like you know what learning and knowledge are we all bringing um, to each project that we work on together so I think that was another part of it um, that we've kind of continued yeah and I do remember the day that Sufi reached out to me about the LLC where it was just a vision on the papers on her papers her notebook for those who do also don't know about the Transformation Collaborative LLC, it started very, very broad where mm-hmm. we had over six members or seven members, yeah. all of them from different nationalities, right? I think, And I think those first couple meetings, it was like even like somewhere like 12 to 15 people. So we had a lot of people at the beginning and then you know, everyone was kind of part of coming up with the vision and like what specifically we would want to do together. What would that look like? A lot of logistical things. Um, so it, it was a lot of people who, mm-hmm. you know, were part of really making it what it is. Yeah. Um, shout out for those who were part of it. For everyone who was in any of those meetings, like, yeah, that yeah. was, that was amazing and and the meetings were in kind of like everyone so we kind of like sophie pitched the idea of the or the her vision of the transformation collaborative and then everyone took rules where someone designed a logo and Mm -hmm. someone did the business model and plan someone did um how are we going to work together how are we going to what's the voting power we were kind Mm -hmm. of like really digging into kind of like structures communications Mm -hmm. um because that's what SIT is about, and that's what the group is, is, uh, is about. It's about collectively involving in our decision-making. There is no hierarchical uh, structure in our organization knowingly mm-hmm. that we all have the same power. We listen to each other. We, we might disagree and hope to agree. Yeah, we definitely did. <laughs> oh, we definitely did have a lot yeah. of clashes for sure. <laughs> um, and, I, I mean, that was challenging, definitely. I think things took longer. Um, and but I mean I think at least I I like at least for me I think that was it felt important Mm -hmm. to have that be part of our process um yeah and then we had office hours yeah some of us yeah we're like like working together I forgot about that yeah allocated time in the week to work on several tasks and then others they were we they had deadlines to submit Mm -hmm. certain tasks as well um yeah I feel like now we're we've been an official organization for about a year now. Right. Um, and officially. Almost exactly. Yeah. Yes. And officially a year with our founder, Sufi. And founder, <laughs> Fadia. <laughs> yeah. And then, and Richard, who's also been here um, yeah, right. with us since the beginning. And our country representative in Liberia. Yep. Yep. And we're, we'll have him in future episodes talking about um, his work in Liberia that he's been involved in. Yeah. One of the things that I kind of like, um, I saw the passion in Sufi's mission. I saw the potential in Sufi's mission. But that's that's the how you're starting your own LLC or your own kind of like 
vision for an organization that you want to carry the torch you want to carry that kind of like passion and imaginative peace building where you have that feel that you can implement and you can execute different ways to achieve your goals and we ended up to led you know a woman-led organization it's just Sophie and I right now who are running this LLC of course with our affiliated consultants and then we're still collaborating with those individuals and others uh, who are on our website which you should mm -hmm. visit and we will link it below um, after we finish this episode yeah and I think something that you know we have this massive network of you know friends professional colleagues um, who we are excited to be able to work with as you know the opportunities come up or as you know um, we get some kind of work that's a good fit for their experience or expertise um, in all those different areas so right right and so far we kind of like pulled some clients working with us like we had individuals and we had universities worked with us and we are expanding actually and kind of like doing what we love and we're passionate about again it's just like peace building and conflict transformation and peace education and that just like involve workshop restorative justice mediations etc etc which you will uh, see in our website and it's been a journey I would say yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, it's definitely been a journey. I guess I will sort of uh, spin off a little bit from there and to get more specific about what we're doing here, um, this podcast is um, Fadia's vision. Oh, really? It I is. I remember that. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, what's sort of the vision behind it? Where do you want it to go? Um, what's the... Yeah, what, what do you hope for? Yeah, I think, I think again, it's just like for a lot of us, the pandemic created that time where we reflected, but also like the pandemic hurt us mentally, emotionally, and physically. But for me, it was a time that I listened to so many books and podcasts and a lot of people uh, started to be creative by just kind of like seeking uh, opportunities to just like put their voices and stories uh, out there in podcasts and I've been listening I have been listening to a lot of them and some of them are very meaningful podcasts some of them is kind of like comedy and funny that just like m makes my day so I started thinking that we have so much that we need to bring to this world like just only from our small part and how can we bring that voices it's not just only like one proposal that we're trying to submit but also like we have so many audience we have so many ideas we have so many injustice that we want to address we have mm -hmm. so many privileges that we want to talk about we have so many corruptions and whether that in the u.s or abroad that we want to talk about so many cases and we do have those um skills and the capacity to bring those from grassroots individual voices. Uh, we are not rich, we are not a big organization, we are a tiny, tiny, tiny organization that started not long ago. And we wanna change things from our perspective. We wanna make our perspective being heard by other individuals. Um, and I started this one, one time that I was kind of like listening to a podcast 
um, about foreign policies. Uh, maybe in a uh, future episode, I'm going to name those podcasts. <laughs> and I was so furious the way they, they presented my home country, where I am from Yemen, and just like the idea they presented it out. And I was just like, some of it is right. I'm not going to lie to some extent, but some of it is wrong. They need other voices, not just only researchers and experts to talk about X and Y and Z countries, but also they need local uh, voices. They need someone to tell them what's happening on the ground. They need not just only talk, but also like be part of the process of changing. Because I mm -hmm. feel like a lot of these big organizations, they bring local individuals or grassroots individuals to do an hour talk, and then those individuals are not mentioned in the research when it's mm -hmm. implemented or not. Their voices are not being heard uh, in an, um, a strategic uh, meeting or higher up meeting so that's for me was kind of like frustrating so that's how the podcast idea came from and I was just like we have so many injustice that we want to address as a brown person I want to talk about how can we bring this to the light and that's where I said podcast podcast yeah I know and Fadia was like oh like all these podcasts do you listen and I was like I don't really listen to podcasts <laughs> I've, I've kind of tried <laughs> Well, we are hoping that you will listen yeah, to yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't listen, but listen to this one. <laughs> um, so I kind of like, I remember that I mentioned to Sophie a couple of kind of like some of these uh, podcast ideas. And believe me, it's been in our notebook for almost four months. Put this together, find a way that to just like put it together and accessible and also like that we shared something that we care about with uh, with you all who are listening to us and our audience. And some of the things that kind of like felt that it's pressing that we need to talk about. For example, like right now, since we all still live in the pandemic, we still live in it because the rest of the world is not vaccinated yet. Um, like why we don't talk about uh, vaccine inequality, why we don't talk about um, white savior mentality, why are we not talking about the experts, quote unquote, which also like something that I'm really want to address, hopefully in the future. Uh, in these episodes where we talk about who are the experts and mm -hmm. why a lot of these grassroots experts are not involved in a decision-making uh, process. And when we just like present someone as an expert, we present someone who's dominantly white, male, uh, talking about um, gender-based violence in X and Y <laughs> country or extremism where they never experienced something like that or they lived in those countries for only several months or if they were lucky couple of years. Uh, so those kind of like some of the topics that we want to tackle on hopefully in our podcast because these voices needs to be heard. We want to know what the rest of the world is going through. Mm -hmm. I hear from a lot of my friends saying that I can see, I have a close friend of mine and she said that I can see the end of the, the light at the end of the tunnel out of this pandemic. And I was just like, seriously? Where do you live? In the U.S. Oh, I forgot. Yes. <laughs> because I feel like the rest of the world is not there yet. We still, like, we're having wave four and five, and people are not vaccinated. And even if people are vaccinated, they are not getting the Moderna or the visors that Americans are getting here. They are getting the AstraZeneca. So, so many privileges that need to be addressed. And we need to reflect on that day-to-day -day life that we, we live. Um, so... We are bringing those episodes and discussions, whether it's a heated discussion, whether that I'm talking <laughs> about my emotions with these these topics and expertise, or we're bringing guests 
to our uh, episodes. Mm-hmm. Well, we're excited. This is our first episode that we are actually recording. Um, it and is. this is going to be an ongoing conversational um, um, podcast where we bring grassroots again individuals that are representing their communities their beloved ones their families and we're going to talk about religion we're going to talk about peace building we're going to talk about restorative justice you name it we have all of these expertise believe it or not and we're going to challenge some narrative and some stereotypes um that we've seen around the world so thank you so much for being here we are so excited to have you listening to us so excited and we look forward to seeing you next time or (laughs) hearing us next time um and if there are any other topics that you are curious um let us know and we'll see if we can we're gonna put the email where you can reach out to us uh in the episode as well uh i can't wait to talk to you again